made cotton, tesvava medalef, hats and masks. Over chayev batifat harosh. So this is quite relevant to our times, isn't it? Where we're having to, uh, where at least as far as masks are concerned, one of the garments that mourners used to used to wear. Um, but this whole idea of covering our heads is 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 interesting and where does it come from and what is it? Uh, there, there are three completely different reasons for it that, that, that I can think of. Uh, the one is, uh, as we have in the Gomorrah, cover your head so that you'll have it just it, it reminds us that there's something on top of us. It reminds us that, that it, it keeps us focused on Yerat Shemayim. Uh, and in Kabbalah, there's the reason that, that when we're living the way we're meant to be living, the Shekhinah is just above our head. And the and the head covering is like a mechitza, like a parochet between ourselves and the, and the Shekhinah. And, and there's a third reason for it as well. And the third reason we'll, we'll see today, which is, I don't want to call it fashion, but, but it, in the sense that of the image it creates, of what it does for the way one appears not just for the way one one acts uh, which is important and of course there's been uh, the, the minhag the custom has been to cover our heads with a significant covering until until very recent not just us in until the 1960s it was the the norm in western society for any kind of formally important occasion to to wear a hat at presidents at the inaugurations used to wear top hats and uh, it, it's only relatively recently that that's that that's fallen by the way. But wearing a hat certainly in 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 Europe was was what we did, and in the Sephardi countries as well, um, and and cultures they wore head coverings, turbans, and things that that uh, and they were worn as um, uh, as I say, I'm reluctant to call it fashion, but it's in the sense of being able to project oneself the way one appears. We talked. Yesterday about uh, about one's appearance, about one's grooming, and and wearing a hat was always part of that grooming. And we'll see a little bit where it comes from. Um, and first, we have to go through some psukim and some tanakh just to understand this. Gemara is really interesting because it goes into some of the customs of an ovel. How does an ovel dress? What does an ovel do? Uh, and it expands that to the issues of a menudeh and a mitzorah. I mean, there's somebody who has been put in cherim, somebody who's been excommunicated, and a mitzorah is somebody who has become tameh with tumat tzarat, which we know is usually a function of behavior, of lashon hara and other things. So in, in each of these three cases, there's a need for the individual to be focused on, on his situation. So for an avel, it's necessary for an avel to spend the time of his avelut thinking about the Avelut and feeling the sadness of the Avelut and missing the person who's been departed. That's, that's part of what Avelut is. And if a person's in Cherem, the pur- purpose of being in, in Cherem is uh, so that you spend time thinking about these things. Even in, in our times of pandemic, Bidud has given people a time to think about things they never had time to think about uh, previously. And certainly in times of Cherem, it, it was Bidud, it's a quarantine. And the idea is not just to separate you from people, but it's to give you the time and space to focus on why you're in Cheir and what's caused it and how, how can you modify your, your attitudes and behaviors. And the same with Mitzorah. 
So these are all, the, the, the dinim are quite similar, although the reason for them is very different. And this piece of Gomorrah goes into all of those things. What's really interesting is that the laws of and the, and the customs, the minhagim of Avelut, are deduced from their opposites in the Torah. So for example, in Vayikra, in Parshish Shmini, Vayome Moshe Aharon Banav, Hashem said to Aaron, Elazar and Itamar, after Nadav and Avihu had died, so they're now uh, going into a period of, of Avelut, so to say, Roshechim Altifro, don't um, let your hair grow, grow long. Uvigdechem Lotifromu, and don't do Kriya, don't tear your clothes. Velo Tamutu Val Kolaida Yiktov, Achitim Kobe Yisrael Yivkoet Asreif Asher Saraf Hashem. The community will mourn. But you're not allowed to. Uh, and from there we learn, as Rashi says, Mikan We learn from that that a mourner is not allowed to cut his hair because Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron and Al-Azhar and Tamar, you don't let your hair go long. In other words, you trim your hair, uh, Im- implying don't act like an Avel, although you're theoretically an Avelut, don't practice the practices of Avelut. So from telling Moshe what not to do, we learn what you're meant to do if you're not Moshe. Uh, and that, that's where we learn the, the, the fact that Arvel doesn't, doesn't shave his hair. Um, in the case of, of, of Tzorat, we have a, a halacha about Tzorat, Shebo Anega Begadav Yufrumim. Tzorat also, his clothes should be torn, Rosho Ye Parua, and his head should be uncovered. And he should wear a mask, which is they used to, like a scarf or a turban or whatever that they would put across their, the bottom half of their faces, covering their nose, their moustache, their mouths. Um, again, we see from, from that when it says, that your hair must be, must be uncovered. Here, here that, that's what parua means in this case. We see that the norm was to cover. Then there's a piece of Yechezkel where there also psukim that we that we learn from a sad piece of of Yechezkel. Vayhidvar Hashem elai lemor. Hashem's word was to me saying, Ben Adam hinani lokach mimcha et machmad enecha b'magefa. I'm about to take away the love of your eyes, the love of your heart. In other words, your wife, whom you love dearly, is going to die suddenly in a plague. When that happens, v'lotispod v'lotivke v'lotavodimatecha. Do not make a hesped, do not mourn, and do not do not cry. Um, don't be silent from divrei Torah the way a mourner normally is. Um, uh, wear your pe'er. So we'll see what that means. Wear your glory. Unlike a regular avel who's not allowed to wear their glory. And wear your shoes. You wear leather shoes. And don't mask your, your mouth. And don't eat from the gifts of food that the people bring. I told the people this and my wife died that night. And I did as I was told. And the people then said, what, what is this that you're doing? What's going on? And he says, Hashem talked to me saying, I'm going to have to destroy my base. The love of your lives. 
ומחמל נפשכם ובניכם ובניתכם אשר עזבתם בחרב יפולו and your children have left behind again to die by the sword. ועשיתם כאשר עשיתם, and you will do as I have done. על ספם לא תעתו, you will not mask your face. ולחם אנשים לא תאכלו, and you won't eat the food that, that, guess, that friends will bring you. ופאריכם על ראשיכם, ונעליכם ברגליכם, and you will wear your glory, and you will wear your shoes, and you will not have a hesped, and you will not cry, and so on. Um, Rashi, this is again from the Kisve Yad of Rashi, from the, 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 the correct Rashi, the true Rashi on our Masechta, says, Certainly we see from here that an Avel has to cover his, has to mask his face. Because Hashem says to Yechezkel, you're not allowed to cover your, to mask your face. So you see from there that a regular Avel does. You shall not, don't act like a normal mourner for dead people. This is talking about the future of the Jewish people. They won't mourn one another because there'll be so many people that have died. They, they won't, there'll be no mourning. Everybody will be in it together. And they won't be able to, to, to mourn properly because you mourn when somebody can comfort you. But if everybody's in mourning, nobody's in mourning. Instead of mourning his friend, each one's going to say, thank God I'm alive. I, how, I've survived this so far. That's where the focus will be. There won't be any mourning. And in the time of the Churban Beis Hamikdash, that happened, but we've seen it more recently. Uh, that, that people after the Holocaust kind of had to decide when will the Yorzeit be, and they didn't even know when it was. They didn't, there was no time, there was no opportunity. Um, and, and that was the Nevoa that the Rebbe was giving Yechezkel. Uh, the Metzudas David on Yechezkel talks about Pe'erech. What does this glory mean that he tells Yechezkel to wear? Hatken alecha migbaot Make sure to wear a hat. Make sure to wear a proper head covering which is for Pe'er and Hadar, which is for glory and beauty. The normal thing was for a mourner to not wear that glorious hat. The hat was like the most glorious and important piece of clothing. Chazal said it's talking about Tfilin, which we know is also called Pe'er. And we see right through the sugya that, that there's a a parallel between these hats that they wore and the um, and tefillin, and the uh, Matsudas brings the posuk from from Parshas Pekude that you've got to make a mitznefet, a scarf, a, a turban for the kohanim, and the peirehamigbaot, the hats of glory. That's what a hat is meant to be. It's something that elevates the human being, that that projects the 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 strength of the human being and the power of of the human being, the divinity of the of the human being. And it's interesting that this tefillin and, and hats are, are, are dealt with together, that they're both called pe'er, because they both crown the head. There is pe'er, there is glory in crowning the head, in framing the head. Uh, the same as with a, uh, a picture. When you frame a picture, it makes the picture look so much more important. It, it adds chashivut to the, to the painting. You frame a painting, you put it on the wall, it's very different to when it's rolled up in a canvas. 
the head needs to be framed. And the, the two frames that we have for the head is the, is the, is the hat or the, or the turban, whatever, whatever the culture, and, and filling also frames the head. It, it takes the head and puts the frame around and says, this is what's important. We live by our heads. Uh, the Rambam in, in the fourth parak of, of Hilchus Tfilin talks about how wearing Tfilin affects the way we behave. You don't behave the same way when you've got Tfilin on as when you don't have Tfilin on. The Yerushalayim when you've got Tfilin on, it's the same with a hat. You don't behave the same way when you're wearing a hat properly, when you're wearing it in a way that is mechubad, in a way that looks that looks important, in a way that really frames and elevates the head and therefore the intellect of the human being. So the, the, particularly the tefillin, the tefillin certainly affects the inner behavior. The pa'er is almost, the person is pa'er when he's wearing tefillin. Uh, and, and the hat also that uplifts the person, the person is... Uh, thinks about his head very, very differently. Um, and the Gemara that we have here, we don't have a chance to, to go into it in, in detail, talks about Avel Chayav Ba'at Rosh, and Avel has to mask his face because of what we learn in Yechezke. Avel Asul Aniach Tfilin, and Avel can't wear Tfilin because of what Hashem said to, to, to Yechezkel, that in your morning you have to wear Tfilin, implying that in any other person's morning you don't. Then the Gemara goes into the question of Metzorah. What about a, a, a person who has Negatarat, who is Tumor with the, with the who's Tameh with the Tumor of Tzarat? Does he have to wear Tfilin? Or is he allowed to wear Tfilin? The Gemara goes into it. Rabbi Akiva wants to suggest that the posuk that we had up at the top from Pashas Tasriya Vatsarua Shiboa Nega Begadaviu from him, if a person has tarat, his clothes should be torn, but Oshoyu Ye Parua and his head should be uncovered. So the um the Gomorrah wants to say that parua there maybe means growing your hair that you're not allowed to have a haircut, Rabbi Akiva says. No, it's talking about something external to you. Just as the, the, it's talking about clothing, so it's talking about an item of clothing. And the Gemara wants to say, my love at tefillin. Doesn't Rabbi Akiva mean, therefore, that a tzarua, a person with tzarat, doesn't wear tefillin? Amar Papa lo akumta v'sudra. Akumta v'sudra, says Rashi, is sheyeh roshon meguleh mekumta v'sudra aval tefillin meniach. He shouldn't wear a hat or a turban, um, but he certainly has to wear, has to wear tefillin. Um, and the the first Rashi Davashu Chutzmi Gufo Af This is Rashi from uh, our Rashi, the Rashi we have on the page. Hamurab Roshoshoye Parua Mashma Mugule. In this case, that the, the when the, the case of the Tzarat is told, his head should be uncovered. In Yandikti Vufara Et Rosheisha, as it says, in the case of Sota, you shall uncover the hair of the woman. These are all cases where we learn that the norm is to cover hair, both in the case of a married woman and in the case of a man. Uh, that we learn from the cases where we're told, in this instant you uncover, in this instance you don't cover. And it's always when there are instances of degradation, that when you have to degrade somebody, when you need to act in a degraded way, because you're an avail and you want to diminish the human image, or because you're at Sarua, or because you're in Chaim, when you have to act in a way of diminished image, of diminished presence, one of the things you do to diminish your image is to remove the head covering, which teaches us how important the head covering is for enhancing presence uh, and, and for enhancing the, the, the kavod ha'adam, the honor and dignity of the human being, that sense of pa'er and, and that's really the purpose of that of the head covering. So there are two really forms as we've looked at the three reasons for head covering. The first two reasons that I mentioned, one can one can be Yotzim with the Yarmulke, one can cover 
with, with a yarmulke, I'm not sure whether, whether a Bennett-sized yarmulke works, so it needs to be bigger than that. But the um, but but the yarmulke can work for that. But for the second one, pa'er is a hat, is a, is a proper covering, which is why the minag and, and the paradium and the chasidim still are very meticulous about about that minag is to for the human being to present himself with proper head covering, because that's the glory, that's the pa'er of the uh, of the human being to be dressed in with that level of formality.